the BAMFCAST. Turn your head and do the cough. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey! BAMFCAST. Episode 235. That's uh, way too many episodes. It, whoa. Uh, so, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. Wait, who are you? Mackie, I'm here. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, weapons. Special guest. Oh, special guest weapons. weapons. <laughs> and I'm Chuck. And uh, what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is, is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Quote-unquote. Then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Mm. And then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Jocks. And the bad bad movies. Listen, stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. Listen, douchebags after Twilight. Twilight. Oh, Twilight. Boo. Barkley. So, um, we had to avenge the force. Mm -hmm. uh, Because last week's force movie was not the kind of force we wanted. Boo. So we did uh, um, Avenging Force from 1986. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. A canon production. Yeah. Yay, canon production. Yeah. No, <laughs> with the Dudikoff. Yeah. It's the dude. Yeah, so... Um, it's quick- basically the entire American Ninja crew saying, let's just go and make another movie. Yes. Um, so let's, uh, let's do a quick plot summary, very quick plot summary, and then talk more about it. A retired Secret Service agent, Captain Matt Hunter, takes on a sinister right-wing political organization called the Pentangle. That's it. All right. Yeah, that's correct. So, I keep feeling like the emphasis is on the wrong <laughs> syllable. <laughs> syllable on that. Yes. Pentangle. Pentangle. Pentacle. Pentangle. You're all pentangled up. I'm tangled so I guess up we should get this out of the way. This is a sequel to a Banffcast film, though you may not realize it. Yeah, and, and mostly, yeah, it is. It is a sequel to Invasion USA. Yep. Unofficially, yes. Matt Hunter. No, I think it's Matt an official Hunter, Is it really? Yeah. yeah, it is the official sequel. Oh, okay. Same it's production company. Michael Dudikoff is playing Chuck Norris's role in this mm-hmm. one. All right. And he's lost his teleportation abilities that he had yeah. in Invasion USA. Yeah, there is a lot of traveling. Actual traveling, not just teleportation mm-hmm. by Matt Hunter. Yeah. Horses and trucks. <laughs> yes, mm. horses and trucks. Yes. So so much travel. Mm. Um, so yeah, the movie opens with uh, basically a most dangerous game kind of thing. Like guys are one guy's kind of already been injured as the movie opens, and he's kind of being dragged along by his friend through swampy areas. Yep, it's like and come on, bro. Random kind of ninja people are popping out of nowhere and ninja ninja e <laughs> he's a little bit ninja ninja yeah. well like first guy is like ninja. got a uh, eyes wide shut mask on and yeah. then you know but a, a you know a ninja outfit on mm-hmm. and well, then, he's got a jabberwocky's mask on is it well oh, i thought yeah. he just no i thought he just had the plain white the first guy was just the yeah plain white face mm-hmm. you know thing yeah and then like um the gimp shows up like yeah. <laughs> mad max gimp guy shows up mm-hmm. and uh they're just kind of chasing him and trying to murder him, and eventually, like, they almost get away, and... They well, can see freedom. Yeah, well, like, the one guy, the, the guy that's integer is like, go on without me, I'm, I'm just slowing you down, so he gets stabbed with this weird uh, spike thing, it's this... I don't know how it's you describe like it. It's like a trident? Sort of. Yeah. It's like yeah, a collapsible like trident. spring-loaded trident. Yeah, something right. like that, it's yeah. weird. Dual-pronged. Switchblade trident. Sure. I think one of those weird, you know, knives that they sell at the sh- shitty knife store at the mall, and it's like that, but on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Sure. But, um, yeah, so he gets, you know, 
impaled by that and the other People guy's like okay i'm about. i'm in the water i'm safe i'm almost there and then <laughs> we cut up to a, a shot of a guy in the tree, and he really is wearing the eyes wide shut mask, like yeah. the the fancy people ones. The you know the password is Fidelio mm-hmm. at once, and then, <laughs> um, so he just like leaps out. Of, oh, he's also smoking a pipe. He's just like chilling out in the tree, like yep. smoking a pipe, just enjoying. And then he just jumps down and uh, groats this guy's throat. And I love how he just glossed over. It. He's sitting in a tree wearing a, <laughs> yes. wearing an eyes wide shut mask, smoking a pipe. Yeah. It's while the other and keep in mind they show him they pan up to him as the other dude is screaming in agony as hmm. he's being stabbed to death with a trident. Yep. Sure, and he's just grinning. And he's just like, like an idiot. But not only that, like he jumps. Like down. He should have a book. Yeah, <laughs> he's oh, just yeah. Be like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading out the shrugged right now. A glass of brandy. But not only that, like as he's like choking the life out of this guy, he's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. like yeah. making this weird pig call out to everybody else, and they're all like, oh damn, and they all kind of come up to the shore and they're like, I guess we lost. Yep. Because, yeah, I guess they had a bet going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they all they're very off. happy buddy-buddy. Yeah, yeah, they all take off their masks, and it's like, dun-dun-dun, you know, these are the bad guys. Yep. White people. Yeah. Cut to, um, what, uh, riding horses or, out, oh, yeah. uh, Matt Hunter out uh, roping cattle yeah. for fun. Dudikoff just on the ranch. living on a ranch. Dudikoff mm-hmm. Ranch. He's on a dude ranch. Yes. Dudikoff Ranch. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's what he's hey, doing. Hey, dude. Yeah, roping cattle, off. and Grandpa's like, Sorry about your parents dying and all. And he was like, I wasn't even thinking about that until you brought it up. Thanks, yeah. Grandpa. And your 12-year-old sister looking kind of hot these days. Yeah, it's like, really, Grandpa? Why don't you yeah. just stop talking about everything? <laughs> Grandpa inappropriate. <laughs> and they're just like, well, I get, we're going into town tomorrow to see an old buddy. Go to the parade. Mm-hmm. Mardi Gras. Yeah. Daytime Mardi Gras. All that stuff. Yeah, they, Yeah, and then we get to a very, very long Mardi Gras parade. Well, they got to go pick up Steve James. <laughs> yeah, they do meet up with Steve James, who is running you know, for. Hey, re- let's get a reunion going because. Yeah, every yeah, everyone from American, American Ninja, Ninja, the director of American Ninja, all yep. of them just. Uh, so yeah, Steve James is uh, running for council or senator. I or, think he's running for senator. Really? Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know they're they're obviously old friends somehow. Mm-hmm. They've had a past together, and they're like, hey, let's go to the parade with family and he's got two kids in karate outfits one of them's bouncing a soccer ball the other one's just i don't know what he's doing with the football but they're all the wrong sports all mashed mm-hmm. up into one scene and the kid like attacks dudikoff he's like show me your moves and the kid goes ah attacks dudikoff and dudikoff just hugs him to death just like oh you're so cute with your karate <laughs> that kid is great though man. you're, you're an adorable little murder machine yeah. <laughs> it's like look at you oh, look at you little berserker yeah nothing bad's gonna happen to you <laughs> no oh no yeah, and so, then they go to Mardi Gras. Yeah, so there's Mardi Gras parade, and eventually there's they keep lingering on this group of guys, kind of uh, pretending to play instruments, and they keep going back to the parade and back to the guys. In the well, that takes like thirty yeah. minutes. It takes Feel, a while. It feels like a long time. Like yeah. it's like it's like they made a deal with the city council or something. Like we, you can you can film during our parade. You just have to show the entire parade. Yep. Oh, I don't I, I don't know about city council involvement with that. I don't know somebody's involvement because my god, we didn't need that much parade footage. Yeah, and besides, there's a lot of production value. This is Mardi Gras, and there were no tadas. Yeah, that's why throwing beads out like like Senator 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 (laughs) Steve Senator James is throwing out beads, and nobody's lifting their shirts. Fully clothed. Yeah, it's like hi, Senator. This is not the Mardi Gras we were promised. Dudikoff is throwing out beads like he could not even care any possibly less. It's just it's not. Yeah, just, he's like, well, and he's he's very suspicious about things. He's just looking at everything, mm-hmm. just like yes, that's his job. He's super secret agent man. Just yeah. like 
I don't like that balloon. I don't like that well, baby keep carriage. In, keep in mind, he's supposed to be Chuck Norris, who has the special sense. I know. I know. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But like eventually, eventually they, yeah. they take babies out of baby strollers, and there's Uzis in there, and they're just like, grab the Uzis, let's attack the senator, mm-hmm. and there's a firefight. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's... And a whole bunch of innocent people get murdered. <laughs> well, like, yeah. right off the bat, I mean, it's they're taking shots right at Steve James, and it's like it's kind of obvious his his older son gets hit. Yes, right so away. He, he just kind of picks him up, and he's dead weight. And yeah, throws but, him off the state or throws him off the float, and is eventually like, mm-hmm. all right, we have to go into action yeah. time here. But then there's like ten minutes before we even go back to that because it's it, it you know d- dudes driving tractors getting shot and random passerbys and oh, like yeah. a cop drives up on a motorcycle and he's instantly shot and then cop rides in on a horse like i'll stop this and then <laughs> he gets shot well it honestly is it's very invasion usa mm-hmm. in that like hey here's we're in the small town america and oh my god everyone's getting murdered yeah yeah Yay. just and not to the extreme of just let's drive into the suburbs and blow yeah. it the yeah fuck nobody up. blows up a christmas tree <laughs> with a rocket launcher <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> however yeah. That, that dude you on the, the horse though got thing. it rough. Like, oh yeah, that, that oh, was yeah. a hell of a stunt because like he fell off the horse and just like just skidded across the road for uh, yeah. a good six feet. Yeah, Oof. yeah. But Dudikoff snaps into action, mm-hmm. starts fighting dudes. Yeah, takes starts. down a few. Finally gets to like he sees they 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 basically whittle down all the bad guys yeah. and get to the point where that's the one accountant looking dude who's up on the top of the of a building shooting at him. Yeah. He's like, oh, and, it must be that guy. Yeah. So he scales the side of the building Spider-Man style to get to him. Mm-hmm. Eventually chases him down, does the avocado. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a rooftop chase, and they both mm-hmm. run out of bullets and throw their guns I, away. I don't know how this guy outwitted and got away from Dudikoff. The dude? Because, hmm? I mean, this guy looked like Dean Pelton. I mean, mm-hmm. he was just, like, not very imposing <laughs> at all. No. no, but he's had money and training. and I guess. Yeah, he's yeah. been hanging out with mercenaries, so. <laughs> okay. He knows a thing or two. Well, he also has no guts, but yeah, no, anyway, yeah. he's yeah. super weasel man, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, he, you know, eventually gets away. Yeah. And he goes back to meet with, we find out where the people from the beginning who are the Pentangle yeah. as they're known. And they've had this meeting oh, man. where, you know, they're all dressed in suits and they're all presenting some kind of awards to each other. It's the American Survival Association. Mm-hmm. Yes. Black and they're, and they're having a dinner. kendo event. Yes. Because yeah. it's just. Two of the of the guys that were the hunters earlier right. are just whacking each other with kendo sticks. <laughs> yep, it, yeah. they basically go to one point. I mean, it's because like it's a lot of clacking of the sticks, and then one guy gets hit, and they're like, "Winner! Yay! <laughs> Hooray! Let's introduce everybody." Yeah. yeah, and main bad guy just loves the shit out of this. He is just like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh yeah, but yeah, the one guy, the one guy who was in the uh, the white mask mm-hmm. gets up there, and he's just like, "Oh, we got to present to you your champion. He was in the army, and he's just awesome and." I can't say enough good things senator? about I think, him. I think he said he was a senator. Yeah, well, the young kid was yeah. the senator. Yeah. The, the youngest, youngest senator, senator in the country. Right. Yeah. When are you running for president? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, yeah, so they, and they just cannot say enough wonderful things about each other. No. And then they're like, and now we've got the man you all know. <laughs> He's the one you've been waiting leader. for. <laughs> He's a philosopher. <laughs> a philosophizer. Yeah. I don't know. He's, they're just... They're just, just doing the total wrestling hype man thing. You know, yeah. they're just like, Here man, he comes. the manager's out there. He's yeah. like, oh, no one will survive when <laughs> Professor Elliot Glastonbury <laughs> steps into the ring. Ooh. And I'm just like, Elliot, Elliot. Yeah. And then he gets up there and Signs, he's like, yeah. Elliot 316. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
and he gets up there and he's just like my brothers yeah instant sermon time oh yeah he just get, out and, of nowhere and it's all and it's all the guys are going oh yeah yeah damn right yeah and i mean yeah. it is just racist as fuck yep. i mean <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. just, there's no other way to say it yeah he, just right away let's put, let's put it this way mel gibson literally quoted him directly <laughs> in one point of what he said yeah. yeah and this guy uh played by john p ryan mm-hmm. who was one of the evil robot teachers in class of 1999 yeah he was great in that and yep. he's great in this yes that guy just if he gets a role that he can remotely sink his teeth into he just goes all out and he does not give a fuck no nope. shame whatsoever nope but he is just super happy and delivering all but this yeah, racist I mean, dialogue and yeah he's one of those guys that does it so well you're a little concerned mm-hmm. like you know it's like that's really good acting but maybe there's a touch of maybe he's you know it's what, like that what, like rip torn thing yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. yeah it's like you're a little too convincing you just uh, dial it back a little bit but I mean he's talking about like Mexico rising up and then all the Mexicans in the country are going to want to join the new Republic of Mexico. Yeah, the and, People's Republic of Mexico. Yeah. Like, okay. Crazy bullshit nonsense right wing and he's just like the damn liberals and derp. <laughs> he's he's basically like, right wing Twitter all in yeah, one person. Yeah, it is kind of like what, <laughs> what like the biggest liberals in the country must imagine that a Tea Party meeting is like. Yeah. Like their worst nightmares like this is probably what they think that's actually like. Yeah. I'm surprised so, you didn't say stand up for America, be American. Yeah, yeah. really. Take like, back there America. Was a, like, what the fuck does that even there mean? Wasn't there something like that? Oh, yeah, there kind of was. Just dumb rhetoric that doesn't mean a yeah. which, yeah. thing. Which was weird because Reagan was just running roughshod over everybody at that time. Yeah. It's, uh, so these are like the, cra- the, the Tea Party yeah, the, crazy <laughs> wing yeah. of the Republicans. These are the people who thought Reagan was not conservative. Right, enough. exactly. Like, that, what is that guy's problem? That damn liberal Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> he made that monkey movie. I don't trust him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood phony, yeah, yeah. all of those things. <laughs> yeah. So, but so, yes, yeah. terrible racist, bad racist as hell. Mm-hmm. So this guy, of course, comes back to him and he's like, he's like, he he took out everybody. He must be a pro. And they're and they somehow have photographs of Dudikoff in action. Like, and and it's funny because they're just throwing like set photos yeah. up on the, uh, you know, all the press photos that sure. you've released. They're, they're that's what they're putting up on their screen. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, okay, well, yeah, he's obviously a pro. We got to find out about him. Well, it's funny. The one shot that they deduce that he's obviously a pro is just him jumping off the building. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just falling, and they're just like, oh, look at that. I don't know how they got these shots. No, they, they just... No, there was nobody took, up there to take those shots. They took stills from the movie. <laughs> yes. We were watching Avengers 4, the VHS. Yes. Yeah. When is now? <laughs> look at that. It's now now. Yes. Um, but yeah, so they're like, well, you know, maybe we, he could join us. And John P. Ryan's like, he would be a powerful ally. It's like, nah, really, we just need to kill this guy right away. He's, yeah. he's, I mean, as crazy his as this fucker is, is, Steve James. Yeah, but I mean, as crazy as he is, he's pretty sensible and like, nah, let's not waste time trying to persuade him to join us. Let's just kill him right away. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be trouble. Let, yeah. Let's just, let's just kill him and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are they? Let's find them. Yeah. And meanwhile, <laughs> he's gone to the FBI course because they're just or is it the fbi or who is it i don't know they call it the agency and it's run by an admiral in plain clothes uh who's the bad guy from pray for death uh Mm -hmm. and another like and you can't really trust him because of that yeah but and he also wrote the movie by the way which was weird uh that's right yeah so he it's just this weird like operational room agency thing yeah and they're all just like welcome back yeah He'd been gone too long. He'd yeah. been out of the field too long. Right, because his parents died, and he was like, well, I got to leave the force to take care of my sister. Mm-hmm. 
And they're just like, oh, you're the, the incredibly greatest annoying soldier. sister. Yeah, you're just the greatest soldier to ever grace our halls mm. of justice, whatever this is. So, you know, please solve our case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But basically, uh, Steve James, they got to take care of his family because we've learned that, okay, his son has died from yeah. the gunshot wounds yes. at the hospital. And then he gets a call from the white supremacist basically that's like, Hey, we got an interview we could set up for you, <laughs> but you got to meet at this, uh, abandoned warehouse. Yeah. And then we'll take you to the place where we do the interview and stuff. And Steve James is like, let's fucking do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's in go mode. From oh that yeah. Point forward. He's like, all right. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. I'll see you there. Yeah. TV people and immediately and he's like at this point he's just he's he's gotten rid of the suit everything he's just walking around in a tank top yeah just flexing like hell mm-hmm. I don't think he has to flex I think he's just yeah he's just <laughs> defined huge. yeah um but yeah he's like come on let's go mm-hmm. Matt drive me to <laughs> ambush yeah which they do he's just basically like okay it's up here yeah and they're in their sweet truck yeah. And that, is a, that is a sweet truck. It is a pretty sweet truck, and it's got like the uh, the restrictor plate thing on the bottom, yeah. or, not, or whatever it is skid that plate. like yeah skid plate, so they can do all their sweet stunts. sweet jumps. Yep. Yeah. So and they, they get there, and of course Weasley accountant guy is there, and he's like, "Well, they block him in car. with like garbage trucks and the school bus." Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's what she, Steve James was expecting, but they're kind of trapped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they start uh, yeah. they start and shooting so, at him. And it's like get out of the truck, and they're like, "Nope." Yeah, truck chase and yeah, drive through like these series of warehouses and stuff, and then yeah, this junkyard area, yeah. all these docks, and and he, he they basically like I don't know how he hides his truck from them at one point, but he, he like he's <laughs> you know he's doing fishtails through all the turns, and then he gets like behind a building, and they both pull up, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like uh, headlight to headlight. I'm like, where is he? I don't know. Where did they go? And they're wandering around, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> from behind the building. The monster truck jumps over both their cars. Yes. And the accountant guy goes, holy Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That guy is just really just freaking out in the best way possible. Yeah. And he's always freaking out at mm-hmm. every scene. Yeah. I mean, he he's. But that was just like, as soon as we heard that line delivery, we were just. <laughs> well, the whole moment of just like. The, 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 well, you, the get the, you get the half second of like, mm, and yeah. you're like, oh god, I know it's coming, <laughs> yeah. coming out of somewhere. And all of a sudden, just dukes a hazard through the sea. Just the only thing is, he doesn't monster truck their cars. Like I was expecting to land on them and bigfoot them. Just jumps right over them. Yeah, the grave digger. Exactly. But now, so they trace funny cars. Yeah. But then they get then they get to the edge of the like they get to the end of the road for them or whatever and just get out of the car yep and they're like all right we gotta hide amongst all this equipment well, well they just, i don't know what the hell that was was that a, a i guess that was like a, a beached ship like yeah an ocean liner, but i, I mean it was the most decrepit looking thing like if you had asked me to climb up there i'd been like no yeah. <laughs> i'm not getting in there Do you have gloves and yeah, stuff like, yeah because everything's rusty and just uh but yeah they they climb up there to hide and all the bad guys are like they're up there <laughs> so they chase after him and then there's a good like 10 minutes of Sneaking around, killing each dude. Steve James goes into it, goes inside one of the compartments and takes off his shirt. <laughs> oh, they they Batman a lot of dudes in yeah. this scene. Mm-hmm. I I was enjoying this. Yeah, and you know Steve James just straight up fights a couple of motherfuckers. He's just like, come on, let's go. I took my shirt off. We're gonna fight now. Uh, and and they're usually the bad guys usually thwart themselves by saying by announcing their presence before mm-hmm. they take a shot. They're just like, hey, which gives someone time to jump out of the way and. 
Uh, I'm trying to think. Like the most impressive things on this was uh, there's one where uh, Dudikoff is like hanging underneath the the bucket of a crane type thing or mm-hmm. something like a lookout tower. Yeah, and he's just kind of like <laughs> the guy's like, "What was that?" And he kind of <laughs> leans over and he has some kind of thing that he, like, he uses his belt. Yeah, because oh, he, he clangs the belt okay, underneath that's what the he thing, was. and the guy's like, "What yeah. the shit is that?" Yeah, and he leans over and just <laughs> yeah, like pulls him straight down and strangles him. Yeah, knocks him out. That was a good one. Yep. And Steve, then Steve James gives one guy a good off-screen kick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like doing that right unlike the movie last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, filmed correctly. Yes. Uh and then does another one where like he he's killed the guy he's killed that guy mm-hmm. and then leaves him as a trap for the next guy who comes over to take a look at him and then he just pulls him off the side of the boat just mm-hmm. like ah Yeah, he was hanging like off the side sort of. Yeah. But then he notices somebody about to get the jump on Dudikoff. And it's like, hey, so he turns around and gets winged with a shotgun from mm-hmm. a while, from a ways back and kind of falls down. And then Dudikoff's like, I got this. And I guess he, again, uses the belt and starts ziplining down this and, and yeah, kicks the guy in mid-zipline yep. off the, the platform that he was on. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. a good, I mean, there's a good couple shots of dudes just falling to their metal death, mm-hmm. <laughs> just landing on whatever terrible rusty metal <laughs> and they had the follow-up good follow-up shots of the guys just like eh, yeah all in weird yeah that one guy with the leg all yeah. contorted <laughs> oh yeah yeah that was a good death yes mm-hmm. that guy but yeah he gets back to steve james and he's like oh man you've been shot and he's like eh, yeah it's yeah it's just the right. arm yeah just my arm it's <laughs> like, she says how you feel and he's like eh, eh. <laughs> it's just the arm <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm, i'll be all right get me a band-aid <laughs> yeah, yeah just put something it went through clean don't sweat <laughs> it got some butter i'll just put some butter <laughs> yeah, on it. uh but yeah the 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 accountant guy is getting away He's mm-hmm. running away, basically, and Dudikoff shoots a couple shots off in the air. He's like, hey, tell your friends that I know about them and we're coming to get them and stuff. Yeah. Well, he says, tell the Pentangle. Yeah. Pentangle. I know about them and I'm coming for them. And yeah. they, bit off, they bit off more than they can chew. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, okay, yeah. thanks. <laughs> so then he goes to them and he's like, he said to tell you that you bit off more than you can chew. And they're like, really? Oh, and they're, and they're at a gun range, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah, yeah they're, they're all, all just at shooting at the... Yeah, and that guy is just you know he's just like hey, and and they're like you know you you're responsible for like fourteen of our dudes being dead now and the guy's mm-hmm. like no I, he wasn't he my was, fault he was magical or something yeah, yeah. he's the devil yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually says that he's, like, yeah. he's some kind of devil yeah. <laughs> like no <laughs> he's not like a white devil he's just like he's a just devil, a devil. devil. Yeah. an actual devil he's a demon. Uh, so they're like, yeah, okay, well, we know how to take care of this because we know where the cabin is. We're going to do that. But, uh, first, why don't you take this bullet to the gut? <laughs> Here, this is for you. And the guy's like, no, Elliot, no, I no, love no, you. Blam. And then he's just lying on the floor whimpering the entire time. Just like, please stay with me. I need a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> this really hurts. <laughs> Stings more than I thought it would. <laughs> But yeah, no. Yeah, he's out. Was... He's out of the group. He's Pete bested <laughs> right out of there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I love that they like. I I just love how he plays that though. No. He's like, oh, <laughs> you yeah. people are me. people are not afraid to to whimper and holler yeah. when they get shot well, or stabbed in this movie. I, I mean, he's obviously dying, but he's more disappointed than anything <laughs> <Yeah>. else. <laughs> it's, it's like, you guys, come on, That's I've so done so much cool. for you. It sucks so much. We've been together so long. I'm white. <laughs> Please respond. <laughs> I keep texting you, but you never respond. Beep. You have 47 messages. <laughs> I, I, 
I just love that. Like that's actually probably a realistic reaction to getting shot. Is yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But in an action movie, it's but just in these the worst. Movies, it's <laughs> the funniest damn thing to sit through. Uh, but yeah, I guess that guy's dead because he never. No, we never saw him. He, He's it's to be he, assumed, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. Like the maid found him later. She's like, "Time to clean up the gun range." Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the movie's right. kind of open ended. Yeah. Maybe they're, you know. I knew that was coming. Maybe he was going to be an avenging force too. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so like white pasty secret service guys have shown up at the house to guard the family and everything, uh, which doesn't go very well because no. instantly, like the the elite team descends on the cabin. One guy's got soup. He's gonna eat some. He's gonna eat some yeah. delicious soup. Well, he comes soup. inside to the, to the guys, the Secret Service guys playing poker, and he's like, "Man, it's kind of chilly out here." The grandpa's like, "There's soup on the show." He's like, "Well, don't mind if I do." I will have some. I'll of that. just put my Uzi down and eat some soup. Yeah, nothing makes out. a movie like a soup scene. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes outside to eat his soup and then takes a crossbow to the neck. No soup oh. for him. Nope. Yeah, they murdered uh, a couple other guys silently mm-hmm. on the porch and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, then they just start firebombing the place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they start with like a, a grenade launcher mm-hmm. type thing and just Molotov cocktails and just. just then they're just pouring gasoline yeah. inside the windows. Just, yeah, it's just yeah. like, hey, you guys are going to die. A couple incendiary grenades. Yeah, and then it's like, all right, let's yep. wait for this to happen. And uh, well, the, the grenade goes straight into the into the kitchen and, yeah. and basically instant roasts grandpa. Right. The, yeah. And one of them like <laughs> runs out on yeah. fire, just like, just, nope, you're dead. Uh,. And so, like, you know, all the actual characters in the movie are upstairs. So they're waking up like, oh, what's happening here? It's fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the sister is like, oh, save me, save me, fire, help me. So he goes busting in, yeah. saves or has her in hand. Um, Takes her outside. Her. Steve James is, like, dragging his wife outside and then, like, gets her to the door. He's like, okay, I got to go get the the little kid. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's who's, little, up, who's yeah. up in the attic. He's, yeah. like, you know, the yeah. furthest and away. Just sitting on the bed screen, fire. Yeah. <laughs> Help me fire. Yeah. <laughs> yes, help, help me, me fire. fire. <laughs> yeah. You're my only hope. And so Steve James basically like walks back up on the porch. And that's when all the bad guys are like, hey, that's him. Let's get him. And so they all just shoot him at the same time. Like arrows and, and bullets and everything. And yeah. Yeah. He, get, he gets a crossbow bolt through the lung. Yep. And gets shot at least four times. Yes. A lot. But he's Steve James. He's but he's like, Steve James. And he's just like. It's just the arm and the back and the lung and the gut. <laughs> but yeah. I got to get my boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes in to get his boy. Yeah. And then Dudikoff's like, no, I'm coming too. And they both go in. After, after he's wa- washed off his sister's face. Yes. Right. <laughs> in the pit yeah. trough. Yeah. It's like, oh, hold up. So no. they, they're both in there. They get the kid. Steve James, they, they get to the staircase, which has since collapsed. Mm-hmm. Well, with Dudikoff on it. Like right. He, oh, yeah. He, he was like halfway up the stairs and it started to collapse. So he had to jump and he had to money pit up. The, yeah. his way. <laughs> the stairs mm-hmm. collapse. Um, Sweet stunt. Yeah. So he he eventually gets up there. Steve James gets his kid, but then he's had it. He's like, I go on without me and just falls over. He falls off of the. Yeah. Off of where the staircase was. was, Onto the former staircase. Yep. And that's it for Steve James. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Dudikoff's like, well, I'll save your kid then. Let's go back into the attic. Meanwhile, the white supremacist guys outside. Yeah. Have just been like, yeah, go go get those two. Mm -hmm. With with the sister and the and the wife. They show them take the sister, and the wife are like, "Hey, come here!" And she spits at one of them. Yeah. Cut to guy just shooting the gun. They don't show her getting shot. No, thankfully. But yeah. But she's definitely dead. dead. Yep. Full of bullets. Yep. 
So so Steve James is dead, and then they just take the daughter out to the front of the house where Dudikoff has climbed up into the attic, mm-hmm. kicked out a window, and is standing like on the roof coming out. And they're like, hey. <laughs> hey, Captain Hunter. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, a little busy here. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? So they shoot him in the leg. Yeah, yeah and they're like, like, get him down without killing him. They're yeah. like, you know who we are. You know why we're here. Oh, yeah, shoot him in the leg. So they shoot a crossbow bolt through his thigh. Mm-hmm. And then... They they dump two dummies off that roof <laughs> because they show yeah like he's holding the kid and they just show the both of them fall forward smash into the lower level of the like I the, think it's the, a stunt man and a dummy I don't know but yeah they show like the roof the kid porch. is a dummy obviously uh, yeah. yeah but they both land like face first yeah. on the on the porch roof yeah. and then flop over onto the ground face first but it, the the guy lands I'm pretty sure you're right I on think the, it's a stunt on the kid, man on the kid dummy yeah. Yeah. Well, e- either way, like it's whatever they did, it looks painful as shit. Yeah. Obviously, kid has died from his injuries in this fall. But, oh yeah. But uh, no, because in the next shot, the kid's like, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> what happened?" I was on the roof. laying on the ground with a crossbow bolt through his leg. And yeah. yeah, and they just walk up. Same shot as with the wife. Shoot this like three year old kid. Yeah. And we're like, whoa, <laughs> like whoa, yeah, yeah. They have now murdered the rest of Steve James's family. Yes. And all them. all mean, the Steve James are dead. Yeah, but th- this one, this one is like the level of like, hey, let's yank out your wife's corpse and drag it around behind a motorcycle. It's pretty harsh. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty harsh. They did From not need to motivate, tiger. yeah, these guys to die any more than they died, or yeah, any I mean, more they, they were need already to. evil enough. They're yeah. just like, all right, we're just we're gonna bump up that evil to eleven at this point. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't. Uh, Hunter Hunter is laying there. Dudikoff is laying there, crossbow bolt in his leg. He's just falling off the roof, mm-hmm. and then they basically say, "We're taking your sister." Go be here at this point in time because you, you're yeah. now going to be part of our most dangerous game hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two um, weeks from now. Yeah, and then they basically say like, if you do this, we'll, we'll we won't rape her. Basically, and, and it's in, in fancier words, but they say something like, you yeah. know, in, in Latin, you know, like, well, she'll be a virgin in Latin, right? Uh, yeah, and if not, use your imagination. And then yeah. they go crack, you know, gun butt to the head, mm-hmm. and then leave. Yep. Yeah, pretty much the most awful thing possible. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like. Time passes, and you know. Well, the the, the authority figures show up at well, the, cabin saying, the next day. Time passes, and you know, so it's like the next day, and yeah. smoldering ruins and burnt corpses and everything. And they're like, "Hey, where's where's Hunter? Mm-hmm. Where's the kid? Where's her, you know, where's the sister? Yeah. We don't know." Yeah, yeah, because because the guys also told him, obviously, don't tell anybody, right? Or or you know what happens? Mm-hmm. So he's vanished, yep. and and they're just like, we can't let anybody know about this. Like, we just got a senator candidate shot who was under our protection, and the whole house burned down. Mm-hmm. Probably not a good idea to let that get out. Nope. So. Keep, to keep this quiet. Yeah. And then and then the next scene is, like, them in their little base, and they're like, it's been 10 days, and we can't find Dudikoff anywhere. Yeah. And then the boss guy's just like, he doesn't trust anybody anymore. <laughs> He's yeah. going underground. It's like, when he wants to be seen, he'll be seen. Little tiny bit of Richard Krenning, but not not enough. Yeah. Um, but then, like Dudikoff just pops out of a swamp. He's just like, hey, like next scene. Yeah, he is at the war- <laughs> this like- whole fucking scene. Jesus. Yeah, it way too long, but it's it's just a, a Creole Cajun party of the worst dregs of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's like white power. Yeah. It's Ugh. like this is the it's like the grossest, most rundown plantation you've ever seen. Uh, all the elite dudes are like, you know, hanging out upstairs in this plantation house, mm-hmm. just 
stro- just polishing their crossbow. And, you know, oh, yeah. Just, just like, man, can't wait for Dudikoff to show up. This is going to be great. <laughs> Why did we say two weeks? Why didn't we just say a week? <laughs> yeah. It's been so long. Well, they wanted his, his wound to heal, which it did completely. Oh, yeah. He was magically healed. Yeah. He gets out of the swamp and wanders through this party for a long time, just kind of being directed by Cajun redneck assholes with guns. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's like hundreds of people here. I mean, yeah. it's like when we say party, I mean, it's it's basically a little swamp town. Yes. Yeah, um, they're all partying hard. I mean, it's so much a swamp they're town that there's related. like there's little <laughs> sections because yeah. basically he, goes, he starts to go up to the house, sees them up on the porch, and then is like surrounded by guys with guns, and they're and he, and they're just like, go that way. Mm-hmm. So he... Again, wanders through this party, continually being directed by guys with guns out of nowhere, until like this weird Cajun drag queen <laughs> madam yeah. guy comes out of nowhere and ooh, is, a man, yeah. <laughs> and then he's basically like, "Where, where's the, where's my sister?" You know. Well, he's like, "I'm interested in a twelve-year-old." Yeah, and he's like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah." Like blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Get to okay. Mm. Where is my sister? And then it's like they just this guy lady guy takes takes him to her basically mm-hmm. and then he gets you know kicked out into the swamp for right. his troubles um because yeah they're 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 putting makeup on her and about to send her out to be a, you know a swamp whore i guess <laughs> but, i'm just saying like i mean like this is like this they that's need, what i'm saying like they this need weird, fresh jeans <laughs> in that fucking place well, yeah. i just mean this weird fucking you i don't know, mean pants bayou town because like like i said it you know like there's this weird red light district and yep. the fishing district yep. and party it's district fucking weird and, and, yeah it's it is kind of strange anyway but. so like he grabs her and like you know knocks everything out of the place and then it's just like let's get the fuck out of here and it's still kind of directed by people with guns they're steering him to where he needs to go which but, is over to the the dock yeah basically. and then basically he's just like um i guess we jump in the water and start swimming yeah and they come up uh the the four evil guys the hunter guys not hunter mm-hmm. um are and are like all right we'll give them 30 minutes and as they're gearing up and putting on all their weird masks and yeah. taking all their weapons and everything I would have liked a prequel to this just to see those guys picking out their costumes, like how they're <laughs> their deciding stories. Yeah, like wh- how they decide. You know, I'm going to always be this guy. Or, Avenging mm-hmm. Force Origins. Yes, <laughs> that, it could be just a 10 minute DVD bonus. But I just, <laughs> I just want to see them deciding. Ooh, check this mask out. This was my father's weirdo mask. <laughs> yeah. I wanted all of that, but we didn't get it. They no. just suit up and then they're, let's go get him. Yeah, and but basically they. They swim through and like a storm is coming. With their, they have to say that a storm, storm is, coming is coming when there's Disney lightning, as you said, up, up <laughs> Disney the sky. villain lightning. Yeah, and yeah. it's <laughs> draw, right. you know hand drawn lightning, and then yeah. like you and know what like, that means. Yeah. Rain means well, gators. They, yeah, that was gonna say they, they get, the rain brings the gators out, and then that never fucking comes up. They, could, they couldn't afford a gator no, attack. Probably would have been yeah. They did have like one little tiny like two foot gator oh, yeah. jump off of something like the a gator baby like, gator. Sweet, yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, so like they go swimming through the swamp and they find this, uh, I guess, like part of a sewer system or something. They find this little overgrown room thing that they crawl in and sleep there for the night. So it's now morning. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, Sarah, the sister, and uh, whatever. Matt it's, Hunter. Matt, Matt Hunter. <laughs> yeah, they, they sleep through the night. And then like he wakes up because like he hears like a twig snap outside. And this is what I don't understand. He sees the... Um, it was a. Uh, it was the white face samurai guy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, guy from Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> so he sees him and then is like, throws a rock into the water and gets the guy's attention when he completely had the drop on him. Oh yeah, and then like starts to. I guess he wants to lead him away from the hovel so like his sister will be safe or something. But they go running off and then start mud fighting <laughs> because everybody mud fights in this. Like they well. Yeah. 
the, the entire finality of this movie takes place during a massive rainstorm. Yeah, in, in the, the swamp. The aftermath, so though, yeah. it's like water everywhere, mud everywhere. In thigh deep water, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But he's fighting this guy with this, the, the katanas and everything. He's got mm-hmm. a katana and a whatever, the little sword. Um, katana Jr. Yeah. Has, yes. Katana Zashi. Yeah, that thing. Sure. Uh, anyway, so he's fighting this guy. Like at one point, gets he's fighting him at first with just a stick that he's picked up. Yep. Yes. And Which deflecting is the strongest sword, stick. deflecting sword swings with this stick, and it's mm-hmm. like it's petrified wood. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously not a Hanzo sword. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> things. They got it at the dollar store. Yeah. Yeah. They? It's not very sharp. No. He was like, man, I got this katana and this Tweety Bird T-shirt. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> they got it at the yeah. flea market? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, with that staff thing, this is yeah. place staff. And- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we got some yeah. not quite legal weapons <laughs> hut. Got some which is work. which is partnered actually it's not quite legal ltd and there's a weapon side and a uh and a and everything a else side, yeah, yeah. And i got some patchouli incense so this would mm. be great oh good some but, knock off ck1 yeah. <laughs> got some ck2 <laughs> it's twice as good but yeah anyway so like he's fighting this guy with a stick and it's not even remotely making a dent on the stick and then eventually he's like he grabs katana jr yep <laughs> it's, Thank easy, you. It's, easy, it's easier to say than whatever it is I think it's a, is it a Tonto or Tonto? Yep, no, Tonto is the, the smaller is the, one. Is the smallest okay, one. Okay, uh, Wakizashi. Yeah, it's Katana a Katanito. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Katanito. Katanita. Katana Jr. Katanita. Just, just, just say Katana Jr. It's he funnier. Katana Jr. Fights with him for a second, and then like the guy's like, "Ha, ah, whoops!" And that goes off into the swamp. And then he knocks the guy's real size Katana off, and then it's just like, "All right, let's fight." Mm-hmm. You know, so they fist fight for a while, and I. I don't know. He, he oh, throws he pushed, him on the tree stump. Yeah, he, he, there's these, you know, pointy tree stump things. Yeah. And he just throws that guy right onto it. And it, it's a good, like, leg thrash. Like, oh, yeah. Rah. Guy gives a good death mm-hmm. Oh, and also, he's like, he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Another realistic reaction. Yes. To getting Another a tree fantastic stump death. stabbing. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Which yep. I should point out that that guy was actually Marco Limo from mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine and, and Arena. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Banff Castellum. Yeah. But yes, he's now dead. Yeah. One down. Um, and then he, he go- fights the Gimp. Well, no, I he believe. goes back to the hole. And he's like, God oh, damn right. it. The fucking kid. I told yeah. her to wait right here. <laughs> and then he goes out and it's like whisper yelling for her, mm-hmm. which immediately alerts, you know, Mad mm-hmm. Max guy. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh, who has the drop on him, of course. Uh, and what is his weapon of choice that he has? What's Mad Max's super weapon? At first he had a crossbow, but then he just ditches it. Oh, for his big-ass knife? And then he knife? just uses his yeah. giant-ass knife. Yeah, he, I guess he lost his... It probably broke his shitty switchblade spear. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was one use only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the springs just don't work. Yeah, you can't reload it. No. Oh, I got wet with the blood. It's, yeah, it's, it's useless. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have to retire it. It, it rusted apart seconds after it was used. <laughs> yep. Do not get wet. <laughs> do not use. <laughs> do not feed. To contact midnight. another person. <laughs> so this fight, uh, so still pouring rain, still in the swamp, but this one is has its own theme to it because Mad Max guy is also a wrestler, and he's just busting out belly to back suplexes and and backbreakers. And, oh yeah. Oh, he 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 murders. Yes, he murders. Uh, Dudikov. Yeah, Dudikov is not showing any elite training in oh, any no. of this he's he's basically just getting his ass kicked for the entire fight and then pulls it out at the last second wait now there's like there's some movies where fights are realistic guy gets punched once or twice it's over like a real fight mm-hmm. this is one of those you know like they live fights where it's just yeah. yeah you can get hit a thousand times and you'll be fine and this is what i think 
I'm not the biggest Dudikoff fan, mm-hmm. but I love how he sells getting his ass kicked. Oh, yeah. He's very good at selling. He's, he's one of the best guys for selling, like, oh, ah! Yeah. Like, you just uppercutted me, and ah! Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the finishing move in this fight is Dudikoff getting thrown onto a, a, a giant tree trunk on the ground on his back, mm-hmm. which, you're dead. I'm sorry. Your back is broken. Yeah. You're gone. That's it. You're done. But bad guy makes the mistake of like climbing onto Dudikoff and just like, well, now who's the got the upper hand? And Dudikoff basically just kicks him in the crotch. Yep. Because Dudikoff's tactics the entire time is get his ass kicked, but make it seem like he got his ass kicked a little bit more than he did, so that at the last second he can you know bust out a, a secret move and right. <laughs> and get the guy you know get the drop on the guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I like as the guy's like, oh my nuts! He basically reaches in his uh, like waistband and grabs a knife and yeah. just stabs, stabs him. In the, and th- this is at the point that uh, the sister comes around the corner. And is like, you just murdered that guy. <laughs> yeah, and and so he's like, you okay? Where were you? I was looking for you. It's like I I would have come right back. I told you right. to stay here, but let's go. And then um, the young senator guy is the next guy that he fights because he shoot his super cool awesome weapon. Shotgun, shotgun, P- pistol grip, shotgun. Yeah, it's like really, everybody else has crazy swords and knives and everything, and shotgun. You bring a shotgun. Mm-hmm. I mean, he whatever. He brought a shotgun to a sword so, fight. Yeah, yeah. that he, shotgun had like forty shells in it. Yeah, before mm-hmm. you had to reload, exploding it was, rounds. It was mm-hmm. about normal. I mean, I think he only took like eight shots. Anyway, it took but, like thirty shots. Yeah, okay, but. fine. But he shoots at him and apparently like wings the sister because mm-hmm. like they're running away and he kind of like throws her on the ground and is like stay here and then like keeps trying to get his attention. And eventually, like, the shotgun finally runs out of ammo, and he chucks a grenade at him, which actually gets air-ramped, air yeah. Yeah. you know, towards yeah. him. Yeah. And again, he's just laying there in the swamp, like, face down. He's like, ha-ha, I got you. And then... <laughs> Get ready for dude to take off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, but Jokes. again, he's, like, you know, playing possum, and yeah. they fight some more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember how he dispatches this guy. Um, Anyone? Anyone? They... He kind of... he. I'm trying to remember. It's weird. Like I, yeah, this one. I think I, he just ends up stabbing him. Does he? Maybe. Okay. I don't remember. Oh, the guy yeah, pulls out I, a knife, and he gets the knife away from him and stabs him to death. Okay. Yeah, that's right. He just kind of the guy. The guy keeps keeps calling him Cuz. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. he he's a kindred spirit. They're both young. They're both elite fighting I men. Yes. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah he does stab yeah, this but, guy because this guy lets out like this. This kind of weird smile, like "thank you for releasing my pain" or whatever. It's yeah, it's pain. it's kind of a dull one because yeah. because there's like no agony of this guy or anything. It's just kind of like he gets on top of him and then stabs him in the gut. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, "Oh, all right, yeah." yeah. So know. then it's like they he he has a sister again. He's carrying her and she's you know fading out because she's been shot, I guess, mm-hmm. in the shoulder. And so like they're swimming and like they could see. Civilization, there's a bridge and there's some people fishing on the shore and he's like, We're free. Well and they then- get to the magic spot that the dudes were in the in the beginning of the movie. It's like whatever like the last chance exit is to get to the freedom. Sure. They're like, Oh, there's the the obstacle course. As soon as we get there, we're free. Yep. <laughs> and that's when Fidelio pops out of the water and it's like <laughs> Which he had to have been under there a long time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he had a little snorkel in that Maybe. crazy setup. But too. he's just like, Yeah Yeah. Starts choking out Dudikoff and Dudikoff. Uh, that- Basically Garrett. stabs him what we figured was in the crotch. By the way, he reacted to it. It must have just been oh, in yeah. the meaty part. Well, he of said the thigh it, he said something. leg later. He's okay. like, "How's how's your leg doing?" Yeah, okay. But yeah, I mean, he's 
this guy is just yelling and then he takes a breath and kind of looks back towards Dudikoff and starts yelling again like in case you didn't know ow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just fucks off into the woods right so and they swim off and, yeah and then it's like it's back to command center well it's they swim off and then cut to Dudikoff just basically kicking in well, the yeah, door it was like, it's like brief shot of the command center and then yeah just like <laughs> good thing there was nobody standing behind that door because right. it's just like wham <laughs> and he's like you know he's got sister in his arms and he's like this is my sister She's very important to me. If she dies, I'm holding everyone here responsible. (laughs) They're like, get the doctor, get the doctor. (laughs) Seriously. I think he means it. Yeah. So they go get the doctor. The doctors come in. They're like, okay, we'll take care of this. Don't worry, Dudikoff. And he's just basically like, I I got them all sort of. One guy left. I know exactly where he is. Yeah, because he rifled through the dude's wallet and found the picture. Yeah. Yeah, with all the X's. Does he show it to him then? Yes. Yeah, he shows it to the... The bad guy I, from Pray for Death. Did he? Because I thought he just said I killed these people. Oh right, no, he doesn't. He doesn't yeah, he pull doesn't the photo it. out. He shows it to the bad guy. Yeah, later. he's like, I oh, killed yeah, these yeah. three people. There's one left. Yeah, and another person we don't know who they are. And the fifth mm-hmm. point of the pentagonim. Pentangle. <laughs> <laughs> Quantum pentanglement. Uh huh. Yes. Pentagon. Yeah, but he's basically like, I don't trust any of you fuckers, and it's probably you, boss. But I'm not gonna say anything until I know. But meanwhile, I'm gonna go to this guy's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because again, he's having a, a racist dinner party. Um, this time, you know, he's got a little tiny kitten that he's just like. Why did he have a kitten? I don't know. He's friendly to animals, but his opening line to his dinner party people is basically, "And Hitler was right." <laughs> yeah. And they're all like, "Tingy tongue, tingy tingy," like, "Yes, absolutely." Uh, <laughs> right. You represent yeah, yeah. our interests. I, I, I honestly, yeah, it, it, I think it was. Basically, Hitler was right. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they're yeah, like, oh, yes. oh that's, a, sure. yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, it's you're like, awesome, dude. It's like, no, that's not it. No. Yeah. But no, these guys are all. And then Smarty Butlerface walks in <laughs> and he's like, sir, there's a person here who looks rather. Mm, rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dreadful. Dreadful. He looks rather, uh, rather dreadful. dreadful. <laughs> Here's a note. And, he, and it's, the note is that picture yeah. with the crossed out faces and him circled. And yeah. Super like angry red. Yeah. And he's just like, haha, oh, I'll be right uh, back. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, gentlemen. And, you know, pocket doors are always yes. <laughs> cool for an exit. Like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. And they're he like, says something like cool. Manly he, curtains. Yeah, just. exactly. <laughs> and like he says something Merton. cool when he shuts the door. I don't remember what he says, but he has a line. Like, I'll, I'll be right back. Yeah. But he goes into, like, the study and just there's... Well, it's, Dudek- the, it's the foyer. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, but he, he just turns around and Dudikoff... the foyer? Yeah. <laughs> Dudikoff is standing there bloody muddy just a fucking wreck and he's just mm-hmm. like you know he looks dreadful <laughs> yes he's just i'm gonna kill you and he's like well why don't we go up to the great hall well, he says we have unfinished business <laughs> yeah follow me upstairs <laughs> Over, f- if you look to your left you'll see some racist shit <laughs> if you look to the right oh and also here's the great hall mm-hmm. pick your weapon which is just a room I, of weapons i have an armory yeah and it's medieval armory. Yes. Yeah. And it's just all. And here he is. He was king of the wicker people. Yeah. And he was just like, I'll take this stick. Yeah. And John P. Ryan's like, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll take this stick with a pointy end on it. Oh, you've bested. Ha ha. And they fight. And, you know, they, they just, it, they keep trading up weapons. But at one point he gets a crazy guy gets a mace. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Morningstar, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Dudikoff has a shield. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh! <laughs> he's, <laughs> he actually goes, <laughs> He's <Yeah>. so stoked. <laughs> he's just like, look at what I'm about to do to you now. And that's when Dudikoff just picks him up and like throws him over his head oh, into yeah, he, a weapon he case. He kind of charges at him, yeah. and he flips him with the shield yep. over into the case. Yep. Yeah, yep. he flips him. Mm-hmm. Flips him for real. <laughs> and then the dude grabs a, a sword. Mm-hmm. They have a sword fight. They have a, a quick sword fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Dudikoff's got the classic scimitar with you know the scarves on the bottom, and the other guy's I don't know, he's got a yeah general sword or whatever, a saber, saber. Yeah. And Dudikoff like throws him down the stairs. That was pretty cool. Where there's a crewman hiding. Yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was a little safety. strange. Yeah, uh, I blinked and I missed that. I'm sad. Yeah, there was this guy on the stairs like trying not to be in the shot. Yeah, but he was, he was totally in the shot. <laughs> uh, so bad guy goes goes down the stairs, and Dudikoff follows him down, and they're fighting. You know, back in the entryway. And there's a statue with a pointy staff. And uh, bad guy gets the drop on Dudikoff and has got the, the wire around his neck and starts winding it. And just is, I mean, there's a good, like, two minutes of just choking out Dudikoff. Far too long. And Dudikoff is totally selling this. I mean, he mm-hmm. is just... They might have actually been killing Dudikoff. Yeah, because his <laughs> eyes are, like, bloodshot. Yeah. And- I mean, he is just... Ah! Yeah, he's kind of got the Arnold Schwarzenegger on Mars yes. thing yes. going on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> And then there's just sort of a, a quick, like, Dudikoff sees the, the the pointy statue. He's like, oh, I'll just throw you onto that. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of back into it. Yeah. And man, Chompy Ryan's reaction to this is, like, shock and amazement oh. and it, it all mixed with pain. But it's just like, he, he just, eyes just huge and just screaming, like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> what the fuck just How happened? Dare you? Yes, and, and and like as he pull he pulls himself off of this thing, which which makes him yell even more. And then the whole time, locked eyes with Dudikoff as he's doing this, and even as he drops down to his knees, just staring at Dudikoff and yelling mm-hmm. is fantastic. It's just all the deaths in this movie are so almost realistic like not movie deaths they're not like cool deaths they all just die no they are kind of realistic but they're also movie like old west staggering like ah kind of ah (laughs) i mean like like the the gimp guy when he gets shot with the crossbow in Mm -hmm. the chest he's just like I just got shot with a crossbow. Oh, yeah. He but then he kind of stumbles he towards does a, him. He does, does a the, great stunned stagger, like, what yeah. the shit just happened? <laughs> but yeah, John P. Ryan goes down. He's dead. D E D. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that's basically he, he, That's more or less the end of the movie. Yeah, he, he goes, goes back. He, yeah. he goes back and accuses and kind of accuses the head of the agency of yeah. being the other pin well plus he's his sister his guy. sister's gonna be fine right pentathlon whatever <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes the pentathlon but yeah he's like there's one more guy out there who is it he's like oh, i will never know yeah they yeah. had very good intelligence wouldn't you say yeah it's mm-hmm. like he's oh, like you he pulls him aside he's like are you insinuating anything he's like insinuating no <laughs> no no i'm just letting them know that if they know show the up again i will kill the rest yeah. of them mm-hmm. too yep they said they're ramping up. Well, I think he goes like, I was told that, you know, there's still one unknown person in this. They're ramping up for something big. Mm-hmm. I want them to know I am too. Yeah. Walk towards the camera. Oh, I'm just getting started. Yeah, I'm just yeah, getting started. Yeah. yeah. Walk towards the camera, freeze frame. And avenging it, Force. Well, yeah, I was going to say, and then it's almost like a 70s you know, title card because it's yeah. Avenging Force, like little font in the bottom and then, you know. A Golden Globus production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck avenging yeah. Avenging Force will return in Force <laughs> Avenging. <laughs> Part was six. there a sequel? Nope. Avenginger Force. <laughs> yes. Av- yeah. Marvel's Aven- Avenging Force. Avenging Force. Age of 
uh, I don't know. No. Yes. Hunter. <laughs> Age of Hunter. Age of Huntron. So. Yes. <laughs> the so matinee. The future. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get some sweet, crazy guitar solo music oh, over the closing credits. Just the 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 out of control trumpet player on the soundtrack for American Ninja is now playing guitar on the <laughs> on the end of this because he's, he's very just, talented. He's just wow wow, just the whole mm-hmm. ten minutes of closing credits. Yep, but that's the end of the movie. Yep. And then we rate it mm-hmm. as promised earlier, <laughs> and by every other episode. Yes, that is the premise yeah, of our show. We need to stop making promises. Eh, we do all right. We just not rate one one day. We're writing checks that our asses can't cash. <laughs> <laughs> We're rating checks that are. Uh, yep. Yep. Bamps can't cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'll rate. Okay. Um, I really like this movie. I thought this was a great movie. Um, it really didn't have a lot of downtimes. The sister got annoying at points in time, but then it also it kind of never had that like oh my god moment. So it's going to go right at four jocks. It's not quite to the five jocks level because there was nothing that was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. that. But I, I really enjoyed this. This was a good murder fest movie. It's it's unfortunate what happens to Steve James and his family. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. that was a bit yeah. much. Kind of harsh. And maybe people didn't die brutally enough, but it still was, I mean, as far as, like, revenge flicks go, mm-hmm. pretty well done. Yeah. There's a lot of avenging that happens. There is. <laughs> There's some. But yeah, I, I I agree with four jocks. I was teetering between a three and a four because of the grossness of what they do to Steve James and mm-hmm. all that, and that, and the fact that those guys just don't get it as rough as they probably should. But just the overreactions to the deaths and and just the general craziness and Dudikoff selling, getting his ass kicked, mm-hmm. he would have made a great wrestler. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'd say four is four is a solid. Uh, for a solid rating for this one. Yeah. I, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Well, I felt that the avenging was a little forced. Eh. Um, <laughs> exactly. Oh, was that a joke? Or, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. That, was, that was a sad joke. I need, I need an applause sign. <laughs> you was, wouldn't have got it on no. that joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sad joke. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I, there's something about this movie didn't exactly connect with me. I... It felt like it sagged a lot in the middle, and for what they did to to Steve James mm-hmm. and his family, I did not feel that that anyone was avenged properly. There needed to be more and more brutal avenging. So, um, it it only gets two jocks out of me. Needs more brutal avenging. <laughs> needs more brutal avenging. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would write at the top of its test. Okay. Given two J Red ink. <laughs> needs more brutal avenging. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Especially for having avenging in its title. He just kind of beat a few dudes up in the end. He didn't, like, you know, burn anyone to death, dip them in molten lead. Yeah, you know. They still are dead. Yeah, but they didn't get the pain associated with being avenged. <laughs> I don't avenged. know. They acted like they were in pain. They acted yeah. like it, but yeah. that's only because they're terrible actors. Well, maybe. Um, Overactor. By terrible, you mean great. Yeah, right. For yeah. what we need. Um, I was kind of between. I was all over the place. Really, I was somewhere between like two, three, and four, watching it, and then us talking about it. But I think, I think us talking about it helped me kind of put together what I feel like this movie would be with a bunch of friends, obviously. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it four jocks. Um, I kind of liked that the end of it like the avenging part at the end was all like in this torrential rainstorm 
and in a swamp, and it wasn't like an explosion fest, even though that would have been awesome too. Mm-hmm. You've seen that a lot. So this was, I mean, I, the only thing that was kind of a letdown for me was that he just never felt like an, an elite anything. He just felt yeah. like a dude. He certainly didn't feel like the same character Chuck Norris was. He didn't have superpowers and all those things. But uh, um, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of like, I was a little worried when it was presenting itself as the most dangerous game again, because we've mm-hmm. seen so many of these goddamn things. But it kind of flipped that by putting someone in it who who knew what was knew the situation and was actually trained to deal with it. Yeah. So I, I just I think it has a lot of interesting stuff to it for a a for canon a B grade movie. It is yeah. not their A A game. It is just their like we've got two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Let's make a quick movie. It did relatively little with the most dangerous game. Yeah. Sort of. Premise, it was just so it, was, it just, was just the intro it and it wasn't then, really. Yeah, it, yeah, a couple guys got murdered, yeah. and then uh, I was yeah, worried that Dudikoff, that was going to be the entire movie. Yeah, Dudikoff yeah. wandered around the woods for five minutes and accidentally, you know, ran into a couple dudes and, and killed <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, so I just, yeah. I just appreciate that it didn't just do that formula again because mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing it. Yeah, I do kind of wonder what kind of movie it would have been if Chuck Norris had come back for it. Way better. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. So. I mean, he would have fit better into the whole guy on the ranch stuff early on because Dudikoff looks way out of place yeah. in a cowboy hat and boots and all that. But, but he would have been walking around with a denim vest on the entire time and no shirt. Yes. And it would have been, I don't know. I it's, hmm, I don't know. It's one of those great what ifs. Yeah. We'll never know. But I, yeah, I would never have known that this was a sequel to Invasion USA. Oh, no. No. And it might as well not be. I mean, that's just a little trivia nugget. Mm-hmm. It's really, they, they never even acknowledge any connection in any way. Yeah. So. That he saved the USA? Yeah, from invasion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, those guys should have been thanking him instead of trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, well. Well, how about we take a break? Okay. Sure. All right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Hey, the Bamcast. Hey, second, half. <laughs> second half. So, um, what Off do you two. what do you say we maybe think about talking some movies? Yeah, let's do that. Let's okay. talk movies we've seen. We're changing up the second half, huh? Uh, it's a new thing. I thought we'd yeah, try. Sweet. Do we all have movies? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I saw a movie that is uh, pretty much brand new, yeah. more or less, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Um, I saw Snowpiercer. Ooh, Snowpiercer. I've heard things. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Um, so technically, it's not really new because it, um, it's it been out, in, I believe, in its native land of Korea, which is not... It's a strange movie. The, it's a Korean director yeah. with a bunch of American actors, for the most part, except for one Korean, um, mm-hmm. a couple of Korean actors. Mm-hmm. And then it, when it was filmed, I believe, in like Czechoslovakia or something. That makes yeah. sense. It's the guy that made The Host. Is yeah. it in English? Yes, mostly. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so stra- strange mix of movie there. Snow Train. Snow Train, the movie. The movie. Um, I don't I don't know exactly what I thought this movie was going to be, and whatever it is, it's, it wasn't. Um, All right. Which is not to say that's a, that's a bad thing. I really kind of enjoy this movie. Like, I would say I 90% love this movie. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a couple of things I'm, I'm, are a little odd, and I'm not entirely sure what the message is. Um, but pierce the snow. That's yeah. the message. Uh, basic 
plot summary in a nutshell is uh, global warming became crazy. The <laughs> government was like, we have developed a way to cool down the earth because things are getting too hot. We're going to shoot this chemical that we created up into the atmosphere. It's going to cool the earth. Problem is it worked too well. It froze the earth. Oh. Um, so whoops. Yeah. As shit was about to go wrong. Um, they, they found this train, this guy that developed this train that would run forever. Um, like it was perpetual in motion engine train. Yeah. And they loaded up, uh, people that could afford it. And a few survivors that, you know, just were there that they let on because they had space and we're like, we're going to just keep riding this train because we can keep it warm and, and, it, and it'll, you know, <laughs> it'll just keep going and, and we can live here forever and, mm-hmm. and, and maybe the earth will eventually warm up. We don't know. But then it becomes this class system where the further you get to the front of the train is like first class and all the people that paid to be there. And then in the back is basically just awful, like, like worse than steerage class in the Titanic, just, you know, like they will beat them and ah. take people for whatever they need them for. Sure. And so that's what it's about. It basically Is there a most dangerous game on this train? No, not really. Hmm. Oh, damn. No. Um, but yeah. It, They're not it, throwing poor people into the engine to keep it going or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get too into like details. Yes, that means yes. Okay. No oh. piercers, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything right. about anything. Yes. Um, but Chris Evans, Sorry, uh, Piercer. Chris is, Evans, yes, Chris Evans is in this, oh. and he is like uh, kind of the Captain unofficial leader to the uh, poor people. Um, there's also John Hurt, who is like their spiritual leader, but he's so frail and beaten that he can't actually really lead them. Lead them, but right. you know, Chris Evans is the I'm strong and young and I can kick people's asses leader. Sure, and we're going to fight our way to the front of the train. Basically, that's what the plot is. That sounds interesting. And a lot of people show up along the way. I, I was not aware of certain members of the cast, but there are other people you will definitely recognize. Hmm. Um, I almost wouldn't want to spoil because one of them is like a surprise, um, that, you know, a, a big character. And then someone else is like kind of so in makeup, I didn't realize who it was. Hmm. Um, made to look so weird. I probably should have, but I, I didn't as the movie was happening. And then the credits happened. I was like, okay, that's who that was. Shit. Hmm. Anyway. It was me. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I really liked it. I mean, it's almost like this, uh, it's almost, I was talking about him last week, but it's almost like a Junae Caro movie mm-hmm. in the terms of this futuristic weird setting that they're in. Um, just, and then, but it goes, it goes strange places occasionally. And I don't know. I mean, there, there's like elements where it's like sort of hunger gamesy where it's like, well, that's not as clever as maybe it should be. It's a little too in your face of. Like I, you know, a little more subtlety would be fine, right? And then I don't know some of the, some of the motivation is like okay, I get it, but then also I don't get it. Like so, Do you I think I, that's it, just a cultural thing. Like it possibly is. I mean, I, I definitely, I'm definitely saying watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I think everybody mm-hmm. should watch the movie. So I'm not trying to poo poo it. I just like when I started thinking about it afterwards, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it, but then I also don't get it because what what are your choices here? You know, like you know, you're going to wreck this, you know, train society, but then what else is there? Right. You know, there you go outside and there's insta death. You know, so That's bad. Yeah. So hmm. Yeah, you know, like everyone's like, you know, your first I mean, at least Americans, your first motivation is like rebel. Yeah, fuck yeah, fight against the oppressors. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah, yay. <laughs> but then when you like sometimes start to stop and think about it, it's like, well, maybe some order is not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Order, I mean, oppression. Yes, yes. Order good, oppression order, bad. Order good, oppression bad. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but yes, definitely worth seeing. There you go. I saved you 10 bucks. Order good, oppression bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snowpiercer. <laughs> yeah, that's also uh, Snowpiercer is people. 
So I mean, did they put it out in theaters here, or yeah, is it only on on demand? It's no, it's in the theaters, theaters like currently, I believe, right mm-hmm. now. But you can also uh, watch it at home through on demand because yeah. it's okay. been out for a while, I guess, in Korea. Yeah. Um, I think they were kind of like, look, it's on Blu-ray in other countries. Just make it available, or people will just steal it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So that was, I think that was what their their reasoning was. You know, it's so easy to steal. Just here, yeah, yeah, just, give them a four dollar yeah. easier. Yeah, give them a four dollar rental, or they can go to the theater if they want to see it that yeah. way. And if I'm not mistaken, that was one of those cases of oh, they're going to edit the shit out of the movie before they put it out in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But then they like eventually, I guess the filmmakers won. Good, and so it's actually the full yeah. version of oh, the movie. Yeah. That's rare. Yeah, because it is. It's a little bit long. It's like someone two, two hours and fifteen minutes yeah. give or take. Someone that I can't remember who it was that I was talking to about it said that it really could have used about twenty minutes cut out of it. It seemed a little bit long. I don't know. True. I, Not I, true. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yep. it a lot. I, I enjoyed it like it is. Did um, you like the mm-hmm. length of the Snowpiercer? I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. On that subject, real quick. Yeah. Uh, like, BJ mentioned seeing Grandmaster. I believe mm-hmm. it was last week or the week. Or before. I mentioned oh. saying. Well, he was saying he saw Ip Man, and I was asking yeah. about Ip Man Two. Yeah, Ip Man and Ip Man Two. I saw. Yeah. I did not see the Grandmaster. Yeah, Grandmaster. Apparently, it's the chopped up U.S. version that's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. And I tried watching the. Uh, original version and i must have been it must have been the wrong night for that one because i love one car wise movies but it was very much a lot of uh voiceover narration over slow motion and incredibly beautifully lit shots Mm -hmm. but when you do voiceover narration and the subtitles don't say who's speaking Mm. it becomes pretty much impossible to follow because that movie is jumping all over time and i think assumes that you already know the story of it man and you're just kind of like watching the greatest hits of it sort of thing Mm as opposed to someone who doesn't really know the story like mm. me. So I'm just left going, I don't know. <laughs> like I have no context for anything. And my wife just fell asleep. And that's why I was like, I should probably just shut this off and try another night. Mm. But is, yeah. th- is there a massive amount of ass kicking in this movie? There's some, I don't know about the second <laughs> half. Nope. Like I, I, first 45 minutes, there's a couple good fights. But there's a lot of slow motion stylized stuff. It's not necessarily like, it's like here's a long tiger yeah, stylized or kind of stylized kind of. But I mean, there's not a lot of like there's there's one fight in the rain, of course, because there's always a fight in the rain that's in slow motion. Usually, and, kind of worth it though. Yeah, if it's yeah, done I mean, right. That one's really good. There's a couple other ones that are pretty cool, but I it seems like out. the fighting is not necessarily the point of that one. Okay, let's hmm. put it that way. I may borrow it just for shits and giggles. Yeah, but. It's always a good reason. Definitely in the mood for, um, mm-hmm. have been in the mood for just dude wrecking. Yeah, but that was another one that was famously just cut for U.S. release, mm-hmm. and people said it made a lot less sense, which that's scary. Yeah. Considering how little sense it made <laughs> as it was. So. Hmm. Uh, so the other movie I saw was 2010. What else you got? Where? Go ahead, 2010. Okay. Um, I just decided I was I was browsing Netflix and. Um, was like I, it was weird because I, I passed over uh, House of Cards because it's on every single category. Watch House of Cards, which right. I have, um, and I was like, you know, I really could go for some Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. What's you know, I looked up Kevin Spacey. What what does he have on Netflix? And I came across and I was like, oh, this will be relevant to the Bamcast interest. I watched Casino Jack. Oh yeah, um, you know about Jack Abramoff. Mm-hmm. So I oh, was like, oh really? Yeah, I was like, I uh, I should watch this. Jack. Yeah, I, I should I I need to watch this movie. Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, um, and and it's funny because like there's there's Red Scorpion yeah. posters all in the background of that movie like throughout the whole thing. <laughs> it's funny they never acknowledge it. No, but well, he, they're he, there. He, he mentions like, oh yeah, you produce I, I produce two Dolph Lundgren movies, yeah. and I don't think he ever says my name other than the posters in the background. Yep. All right, so the funny thing about this movie is is it's got well it's got um, Kevin Spacey, uh, 
Um, John Lovitz is in it. Uh, <laughs> Barry Pepper. It stinks. Barry Pepper, who I normally hate, yeah. uh, was in it and actually pretty good. Um, so I give him credit there. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I don't know. It's one people. of those with a bunch of people in it. Yeah. Who have two or three scenes. And right. Um, I, I really like the movie. Uh, the funny thing about it is, is like the way Kevin Spacey plays him, you kind of empathize with uh, with Jack Abramoff throughout most of the movie. Yeah. Um, that like a lot of it was like he was complacent with what was going on, but nece- not necessarily the 100% driving force of it. Mm-hmm. And that may be true. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Um, they yeah. might have softened it. Yeah. Just because Spacey probably didn't want to look like a total asshole. Yeah, but I mean, like, he makes him a very likable guy throughout most of the movie. There's a couple points where it's like, all right, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. But it's like Barry Pepper is kind of more of the bigger asshole throughout most of the movie. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I It's worth a watch. I mean, it was very, to me, it was like the, um, it was the PG-13 version of uh, Wolf of Wall Street, really. Yeah. Um, so, if you're like, hmm. I don't know if I, know if I want to show you Wolf of Wall Street, but here, watch this instead. Here, here's some guys living in excess and and then it all goes wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just fun. And like I said, relevant to the Bamfcast interest. And now I know Very a lot nice. more about, uh, you know, Jack Abramoff, which I wasn't really too keen on what he what he did or supposedly did. Yeah. Bad the things. government wasn't too keen on what no, he did either. No, no, they weren't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that are relevant to the Bamfcast, nope. I watched a Bamfcast movie. Did you? Which Yay, one? Yay, Bamfcast movie. I watched one that I see on the shelf here every time I walk into the studio. Which one is that? I watched Stealth. Ah, Stealth. Yeah. Stealth. Why did you watch Stealth? I had it on Blu-ray. Okay. Why do you like, have it on Blu-ray? Because it was $2. <laughs> ah. um, so there's not a lot to say about it, uh, except that I will. I, I went into it, and I had absolutely no idea what that movie was about. It's about Stealth. I know that now, but... Well, it's right in the title. I, you don't know how relevant the titles are mm-hmm. sometimes? Just with it's the from movie. the director of Triple X. Yeah. So... I, I was not expecting evil robot fighter jet. That was not ever something I was considering. So happening. you did not listen to the episode. So you knew no. nothing okay. about this no. movie then. No, I, I tend that's all not to, I knew about it. Yeah, no, I for some reason it, the movie was never on my radar and. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's stealth. It's a stealth joke. Get it? Yep. Um, Am I right? <laughs> so, right. I, I was surprised at how competent the movie was. Like, well, I mean, it just none of it ever looked like this is a mean thing to say. It it seems like, well, it just seems like that era, like 2005, like CG looked like garbage, especially when they try to do crazy over the top action. And that's what this movie is attempting because it's all, you know, theoretical jets and robot jets and Mm -hmm. crazy shit like that. I I was just surprised at how well done it was um, and how good it looked. And I appreciated the scene where all of a sudden they just went to the beach for no reason, just so you could see her ass. Like, why is this happening? Oh, but yes. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, for for these elite, like the three most elite pilots in the world, for someone, their commanding officer, to say to them, "Go mingle out in the general public." Uh, they could have gone and played volleyball. They could have, but that was on base. This was just off in Tijuana or wherever they were, and it was mm-hmm. it was probably not the smartest thing to do with to your be most fair, elite fighting top gun. Men. They were going through school. Yeah. They weren't they still, quite yeah. the elite, best of the best. Also, but, to be but fair, they were already in the military. They were, they actually were already at the elite. They they were picked to but go. They were to learning school. to be a leader, right? Yes. The elitist, most elitist, <laughs> yes, most elitist, more elitist. Yeah, they weren't known yet. Oh. It seemed it seemed like these three were like world renowned. Like mm-hmm. these are the hot shit because they're flying you know super planes. I don't think anyone Chuck, knew who they were. I gotta say that is the least of that script's sins. <laughs> 
All I right. mean, I, I admit, like, halfway through it, I was kind of only half paying attention to it because it got really dumb. Uh, I like when he downloads all the music. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Robot Plane downloads all the music. All the music. All the music. Um, Literally all of the music. Yeah. Kind of really dumb to put a, a, a robot fighter jet out in the world, especially after it has shown examples of fucking up and disobeying orders for them to go ah give that, the robot another my, chance my <laughs> robot fighter jet yes my <laughs> favorite thing is still that their first mission with him is a live combat mission yeah where they are told oh, yeah. literally seconds before they're taking off they're yep. like oh yeah and you got a robot fighter jet with you mm-hmm. good luck yep and good luck Life taking out basically osama bin laden and yeah. the rest of the world's most renowned terrorists in one building yeah yeah and none of them are like maybe we could do a training mission first. <laughs> nope. simulator maybe yeah. save it no. save it for next nope nope go no but you know big dumb movie it was all right a review eh. by yes Chuckles. i've watched bits of it when it's been on cable yeah it's all right it's yeah. totally all right didn't hate it screen filling explosions yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's that and screen filling dad ass <laughs> screen filling dad ass yep that screen filling ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. so, so BJ, yes, you watch anything? Speaking of ass, um, mm. <laughs> no, no. I, I watched movies. You've um, got my attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know I do. Um, Too tailed. I watched uh, a couple movies about kicking ass. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> wow! I mean, yeah, that's the first time we've ever had that reaction to ass kicking. <laughs> like kicking ass. Oh. 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 Sorry to disappoint you guys. Go on. Um, so I watched uh, a couple movies. Um, I watched 1993's Iron Monkey, starring um, a guy whose name I can't pronounce and Donnie Yen. Um, <laughs> Rong Wong Yu. Maybe that's right. Sure. Um, but it's a it's a um, it's a Wu Ping Yen movie, and um, he is kind of awesome. Um, he's done everything basically. Mm-hmm. Um, is the fight choreographer from the Matrix and yeah, stuff and everything yeah. else? Yeah. Like anytime you see amazing martial arts scenes, mm-hmm. you got about a seventy-five percent chance it's it's. Um, I think he was Crouching in. Tiger too, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Crouching Tiger and um, Kill Bill. He did the yeah. uh, fight choreography for, but um, Iron Monkey is a bit of Robin Hood-ish story. There's a there's a martial artist slash doctor that is stealing from the corrupt governor of this random place in china and um it's all it's actually the the fighting is very much similar to uh crouching tiger it's it's wuxia um or however you pronounce it and it's uh eventually donnie yen shows up and he's trying to catch the the iron monkey guy who is the bad guy for you know according to the governor and then they team up to kick ass um (laughs) but it's there's a lot of amazing ass kicking in in this movie um it's just it's beautifully done um i really like like donnie yen is my new favorite martial artist um he's just got a a style that i really like it's it's kind of somewhat effortless i'm so much better than you at kicking your ass um i just make you look stupid sort of um but it's not like it, it's not like um aikido make you look stupid it's that you know i'm standing there and moving my arms and legs faster than you can imagine sort of sort of ass kicking hmm. um 
but fun to watch. There's a lot of there's a lot of that weird, wacky sort of martial arts movie sensibilities in in places. Yeah, like wire foo. I mean, yeah. basically where people can just kind of sort of fly if they need to. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and like standing standing one foot on a pole and another guy jumps up into the air and somebody kicks him you know kicks his foot and that propels him on top of the person standing on the pole sure. so he's like doing a you know standing one foot on top of somebody's head who is standing one foot on top of a pole and everything else is on fire um <laughs> mm-hmm. yep and all that sort of crazy wire food so it's it's a lot of fun to watch um if you like um if you like crouching tiger and like the want to watch sort of a silly version of the same style of martial arts then then Iron Monkey should be your thing. One of one of my favorite things about that is the kid, I believe it's Donnie Yen's kid. I, I think he's in the movie. Like, yeah. Is actually supposed to be a young Wong Wong Fei Hung who is a like a Chinese folk hero, Robin Hood kind of character. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to like, you know, they were like, let's incorporate him but have him be a little kid and kind yeah. of like get his influences from the Iron Monkey. You know, like it kind of like inspired him, you know, it's Sort of like if there was a Batman before Batman and, you know, he'd been a little kid and be like, I want to be like him when I grow yeah. up. So it's an interesting little extra tidbit. And that kid is, kicks ass. Yeah. That, um, I think it's actually played, um, I think that character is played by a girl, if I if I remember correctly. It's, um, I can't find it. I won't be able to find but it. But I, I um, mean, I believe the... Uh, oh, Shaman Sang. Yeah. The, ja- um, the Jackie Chan, I believe the Legend of the Drunken Master is supposed to be Wong Fei Hung. So is uh, Once Upon a Time in China, the Jet oh, Li cool. trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's he's a character that's been in a lot of movies. That is good to know. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that kid is pretty amazing and fun to watch because the kid does some... There are some scenes that are just holy shit with that kid that you're like, how is a seven-year-old doing this shit? Um, and specifically like, like a couple things, like his dad has an umbrella and he takes the, he takes the umbrella, uh, cause his dad, they get separated. Um, but he's got the umbrella at one point and he's just wrecking dudes with the umbrella and doing all sorts of crazy stunts with it. Um, a lot of fun to watch on a more serious, holy shit. How did that guy survive filming of this movie? <laughs> um, note, I watched Ongbak from 2003 starring Tony Ja. The answer, they did not. <laughs> no, no, I think life is, <laughs> life is cheap in Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yep. Yep. the easiest way to learn that is to watch this movie. Um, <laughs> people get hurt so badly. Um, I, is, is that the one that starts with the tree? Everybody climbing up the tree? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah, and dudes falling out of the yeah. tree. Um, there weren't any wires used in this movie in con- in stark contrast to um, to Iron Monkey. No wires. It's all like straight up people being badasses. I don't think they even used any trampolines for jumping. Um, Tony Jaa is a serious motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That dude, yep. I am afraid of him. I, I don't want him in the United States. I believe he's showing up in the next Fast and the Furious. I hope he's not in the United States because <laughs> that would mean I need to leave. He is dangerous. Um there's one point, like, there's a, the first, like, real fight that he's in lasts all of a second and a half. Because a guy runs at him and he does this, this kick that basically hit, takes his leg across the dude's entire chest. And the guy just, bang, slams on the ground. I'm like, I, is this guy like? Did this guy die? Did we just see a guy die on screen? I think we yes. did. Yeah. I think Likely. We did. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And it continues. Like, their dudes just get absolutely destroyed in this movie. Mm. And apparently, like, they had a huge hard on for elbows to the head, like, oh, yeah. leaping elbows to the head. Because that's half of what happens in this movie is Tony Jaw runs at somebody and jumps and elbows the fuck out of the top of their head. <laughs> um, and apparently these guys were wearing like padding and then wigs on top of that. But it, it didn't look enough. like it helped. No, <laughs> there, there's not enough padding in the world for Tony Jaw's elbows to your noggin. Um, Amen. And <laughs> there are just some, some points in this movie where somebody gets kicked in the face or kicked in the neck. Or again, kicked in the chest, and they just they go down, mm-hmm. and you can see you know like impact ripples <laughs> when they're getting kicked or punched or elbowed, and I, I don't know, man, it's just so painful looking. Um, so if these guys did not get destroyed, murdered, maimed, um, or otherwise inconvenienced in a uh, living <laughs> sort of way, mm-hmm. uh, then they did a really good job of filming it. Um, one of the things that I that I that I really enjoyed about this, um, and there's one other thing, and then I'll be done. Uh, for some of the more impressive action scenes, they basically gave you an instant replay on them. Like they'd show you one angle and then cut to the same thing happening in another angle, so you get to see the whole thing. Like a guy falls through you know, falls through some some scaffolding or something, and then they switch to another angle, and the guy falls through the scaffolding again, hmm. and then they switch to another angle. And that happens, like, a dozen times, and it's it's actually a really awesome effect because you get to see, you know, I don't know if they they used multiple cameras for a single take and all use the same take, but they're... Um, I'm pretty sure they did. I, I think that's... I don't know who started that, but, I mean, that's a that's a common occurrence in the Hong Kong Jackie Chan movies. Yeah, it's it's roll a bunch of cameras because yeah. you never know like if they're going to take well, out a camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. or that, or like you know, it's like he's going to jump from here to here. What's going to have the best, coolest looking angle? He's not doing it again. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, he's going to jump across an alleyway, at, well, you know, ten stories up. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, the the fact that they they you know actually cut back to yeah. that same action two or three times mm-hmm. and you get to see it, you know, more than once is 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 really cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was it was. It was a good uh, a good effect. Um, the other thing is there's a tuk-tuk chase in this movie. I haven't seen a tuk-tuk chase in a movie before. Um, I'm sure there there is one, but it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, these dudes are flinging these things around. You know, the, the tuk-tuk, the little three-wheeled taxi. Yeah, basically a moped with, with a carrier thing for people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they look like they're incredibly dangerous, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that they are incredibly dangerous because Probably. they're held together with hope. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And just watching these things. They actually have swan tape. Jokes. But seeing these things get flung around and flipped and they shove a couple off of an interstate, um, out of an, off of an elevated interstate onto, you know, nearly onto civilians. They drive one off the interstate into a building. Um, several explode. Uh, that's It's just ridiculous fun and there's some fighting between a couple and jumping from one to the other uh so the tuk tuk chase is is something to definitely behold it's hmm. it's a lot of fun and there's a really 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 annoying character and they'll make you hate uh your ears <laughs> but mm-hmm. she's not around for the entire movie so she's 
she is, but she's not on screen the entire movie. So that's fair enough. Um, watch Ong Bak. Dudes get wrecked. It's awesome. And then stop there. Don't watch the sequels. <laughs> is is Ong Bak two pretty bad? They get progressively worse. <laughs> what it's kind like, of worse? Will they impose like more safety regulations or I something? Don't know. I just I, I I remember like I've really tuned out of two, and I heard three's even worse. Oh. I actually didn't even try to watch three. Yeah. I, I just I couldn't tell you a thing about two. That's the protector is like not as cool. Like it's. It's Americanized. It's Americanized, but it, there's still some serious ass kicking. The Oncrack Two is like I don't know, just not great. What, yeah, it's just what it's is a shame it? That what, what makes it not great? Like I just, I mean, I was bored like immediately, and like I, that was never a case in Hongbok One. Is there not as much ass kicking as the I, annoying friend? I back? think they were just trying to like they, they did that sequel thing of like we need more story, and it's like no, I want more dudes getting wrecked, not mm. more story. Mm. There's already too much story in Hongbok. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not too much, but there was more just than wanted his elephant back. There was more than well, was, was necessary. Right? Protector was back in the elephant back, wasn't it? Didn't yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, there, there, uh, I mean, there were elephants in the end of Ongbok. Yeah, but, well, because yeah. it's Thailand. I think it's right. by law. You're required <laughs> to put elephants in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just wish that, that Tony Jaw had made it bigger. It, it's weird. It's like well, everyone talks about Ongbok, and they don't really talk about anything else from him. Like, and the Protector comes up sure. kind of. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure he's in that. That's right. Yeah, but this is like how many years well, since yes. Ongbok? Well, he's made th- uh, at least three Ong Box and sequels to other things, I believe. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a Protector too, maybe. Yeah. Oh well. Oh yeah. he, well, never mind. That's rumored. He probably was never really matched up with a good producer. I mean, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that kept Jackie Chan going. Is like, we will feed you nothing but solid things, and probably whoever he's working with is like, I don't know, make another movie that made money. Yeah. We we'll keep slapping your name on it. Do this. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Anywho, what else? So. Chuck and I watched some movies together. Chuck's been wanting to watch, wanting to talk about this because I've I held them off because I couldn't make it last week. I was supposed to be here last week to do it, but or the week before, or the week before, <laughs> the Rambo series. Yes, amazingly enough, neither Chuck nor I had seen any Rambo movies before this, like in their entirety, like start to finish. Wait, never even First Blood. I'd seen the first two, like all, with, like the Mad Max movies on regular television before I was like twelve. Oh, okay. So it just didn't count. Okay. In no way did it count. Yeah, and I never saw First Blood Part Two, even though I was like in the prime demographic to see it. Yep. At that time, but just like never had a friend that had a copy that I could watch, mm-hmm. basically, because my parents were never going to let me watch that. So. Yeah. And I think like as I got past twelve, I was like, I saw that, you know, and never mm-hmm. really thought I need to see that. Yeah, and always heard that like Rambo Three sucked, so yeah, never bothered. Yeah. And- but and yeah, then, and then Grambo. I've been meaning to watch Grambo mm-hmm. since it came out because everybody's Grambo. been like, "You need to watch Grambo," mm-hmm. and just I was like, "I should probably watch the other ones first. Yes, which I'm glad I did because mm-hmm. it certainly adds a lot more to that character. Yes. But uh, yeah, First Blood, the first one is a legit awesome movie. Yes, it is. legit great to this day. Yeah, like not like in any kind of retro in that way movie holds up. Yeah, the the only question I had, like I asked Chuck, because of how things happen with Brian Dennehy in that, I'm like. Was it an early 80s thing where we were, like, as a country, were we just shitty to Vietnam vets? Were we, like, they lost, so fuck those guys? Yes. Because it well, certainly seems like that's Brian Dennehy's attitude we in this were, movie. But the weird thing is, is that we go into that movie knowing he's a Vietnam vet. They don't know that until well after he's run off. Mm-hmm. I, 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 do, I, I still do not understand Dennehy's motivation when he stops him. And says, you can't come into this town wearing that jacket with that flag on it. Because he's wearing, he's wearing, it, it was pretty much assumed in the 70s that if you were wearing an army jacket, you were a Vietnam vet. 
Especially if you were walking around with it. Yeah. Him. And like apparently the, the book situation. is set 10 years earlier. Oh, okay. And the conflict comes from him, Dennehy being a Korean War vet who feels slighted because everyone keeps talking about Vietnam and nobody okay. gives a shit about Korea. Like that's the motivation in the book at least. Okay. And yeah, it the, doesn't necessarily translate over to no. aside from you're a vagrant and fuck off. Right. But he's And still, you didn't do what I said yeah. and I'm the boss yeah. here. You know, but, and that's kind of... But Dennehy is torn. I mean, several times throughout this movie, he's like, he knows that he's got to basically murder this guy because mm-hmm. shit's gone down. But he's also like, I I probably really fucked this up. I should probably back off. Yeah, there's very much a snowball effect in yeah. this movie. Like, one thing leads to another, leads to another. And that movie gets going quick. Yes, Like, I was legitimately shocked at, like oh shit, like he's out in the woods and we're off, like we're off to the races here. Mm-hmm. And it is very much like a ma- most dangerous game type thing because there is like the whole manhunt for him that's happening. But the twist is very different on it in that. He's not being hunted by the best of the best. Yeah. They, these are just dudes who are just, these are just like small town cops trying to catch this dude who they don't realize is like the most dangerous man on the planet. Yeah. Which Richard Crenna shows up to be Rambo's hype man and be oh, like, God, so <laughs> fucking great oh he shows up and he's just like <laughs> he's like i'm not here to protect him from you i'm here to protect you from him yep and then he's like shut up you don't know what you're talking about and he's like no i don't think you understand like he will murder all of you if you piss him off enough mm-hmm. i mean i understand I, I i know the whole poochie joke and everything about that and but the the genius of first blood is that whenever stallone is not on screen it's krenna talking up rambo yep there's no dead air, no bullshit in any way, shape, or form. It is either Rambo doing cool shit or Richard Crenna saying Rambo is going to do cool shit. He's probably doing cool shit right now. Yeah. But because you and I are sitting here talking, we're not seeing it happen. But if we were, holy shit, you would be impressed. Yep. Because that man is a fucking murder machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's like this, there's so many, like that, that movie doesn't waste any scenes. Nope. None of it. And apparently the original cut was three hours long and had like him delivering dialogue. Like yeah. he barely says anything yeah, until like the end of the movie. That out. Like he is almost like this silent, broken man throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. And, and he that's what makes his it way not to kill anybody either. Yeah. And which that- is what my issue became with the other ones where it just, it's like you got this guy Rambo and he's not the same character he was in the first movie. Just accept that now. Kind of. But what I like, what I especially like about the third act of First Blood is that he's basically like, I'm going to take out my revenge on this sheriff, but in any other movie, it would be hunt and kill the sheriff. Mm-hmm. In this, he's like, I'm going to fucking murder your entire town. And I don't mean people in your town. I mean your actual town. Yeah. I'm going to fuck it up beyond recognition. Your gas station, gone. Your Army-Navy store, gone. Anything connected between those two, they're gone because both those buildings have fucking gone up in a nuclear explosion. Yeah. I mean, he is just wrecking the everything. <laughs> yeah, it's basically he's punishing Brian Dennehy for what he did. Yes, but he's by like, not he's like, killing this, him. this is everything you were protecting, yeah. and I'm destroying yeah. all of it. And that's great. Yeah, that's that's what that's that's the best of that movie. That's why I think that movie holds up because it's different than everything that came after well, it. And then he like there's a point where he regrets everything that he's done because mm-hmm. in the beginning he's just like no fuck him yep. we no yeah that guy is not getting that guy's not beating me mm-hmm. is basically his motivation is like no I'm the boss here you yeah you don't get to beat me well eventually it sinks in holy god this guy yeah. is the best soldier in the world 
and I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. And David Caruso in that movie is just the best naysayer. Oh. The entire movie is just like, I don't know, boss. Maybe we shouldn't beat this guy. Well, I got a the, feeling about him. <laughs> yeah, he's the freaking voice of reason. Yeah. Because he's like, like, and then when they say, like, no, this guy's a Green Beret, he's like, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, I, he starts laughing. He probably he's like, turn back. Hey, chief, he's a Green Beret. You guys really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's coming to kill you, too, David yeah. Caruso. But yeah. Yeah. First yeah. Blood is legit great. Yeah, and then you get to First Blood Part 2, which is legit great in a totally different way. It's a cartoon. <laughs> it is. I mean, but it's... it's. No, there was a Rambo cartoon. No, I know, yeah. but th- this was like the inspiration because, yeah, man, it's just... Two is like, all right, uh, there's a lot of setup in that first act. Yeah. But then once the second act hits, it's almost nonstop. Mm-hmm. And again, Krenna is there like to tell anyone within earshot that you don't fuck with Rambo. Yep. Like and whatever it you're still up to holds up. Yeah. And then they got like the the slimy general and all that, but mm-hmm. god, it, in that one it's like they must have sat around in the writers room or whatever and just gone what would be a cool way for him to kill somebody with a bow? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, do that. Yeah. Like like we'll put explosive tips yeah, on explosive those explosive arrowheads. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So and like one guy's going to be shooting at him and just have him shoot that guy and yeah. that guy's going to explode. <laughs> it's just God, that first, like that first movie is like an apology for Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Almost. It's like, God, you know, like we fucked these guys up. Yeah. We really, that was a terrible idea. You know, it's almost like, you know, it plays out as the whole allegory where Brian Denny's kind of like the U S by the end. He's like, damn, we fucked up, but we don't know how to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't know how to end this well. Right. And then, you know, and that's kind of how that whole movie plays out. And then Rambo two is just like, Here's how we fix what happened in Vietnam. Yeah, exactly. We send this guy in to murder everyone. It's Vietnam too. Yeah. And and not only do you get the satisfaction of righting the wrong of Vietnam, but you also get, and the Russians are here, and let's yep. fuck them up too. And, they, <laughs> and yeah, and they, they they piss him off too. and But then the army general pisses him off because, yeah. like, God, it, like they finally let Rambo just cut loose with tough guy lines mm-hmm. because Stallone, you know, basically rewrote this one right. from what it was but when he's just like when he tells the general he's like because the russians are trying to get him to give away the location or whatever and he just goes into the mic he's just like i'm coming for you <laughs> and then just drops the mic yep. <laughs> and the guy's like kind of oh, got the whole denny thing again yeah. he's like oh, i'm fucked yeah and they pan over I'm to totally Grenna, and fucked. he's like yeah you're fucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're totally fucked, dude. like i told you you don't <laughs> fuck with rambo yep but yeah, that 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 whole series is like just people selling Rambo, mm-hmm. and but then Rambo actually doing that shit. Yes, like, living and, up to the hype. But it's also the difference between that and like Cobra is he actually he gets his ass kicked a lot. Yeah, and he gets hurt a lot, and he he's like he feels like he's in peril, and things are going to go wrong for either him or people that he's trying to help. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cobra is just like, oh, there's more dudes to mow down. Yeah, you know, and never feels like he's ever in any danger. And Rambo three is just. I know it's the one where he helps the Taliban, basically, the Mujahideen fighters. And the end is dedicated to the brave warriors of Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. which just kind of like hammers that nail a little harder of, yeah, we really fucked up in that whole situation too, didn't we? But that's not that movie's fatal flaw. Yeah, that movie's just dull. Yeah, Like like that movie, I think it's the only movie that guy directed, if I'm not mistaken. You're probably right. Yeah, and it's just like no flair to anything. Everyone's going through the motions. It's kind of like... 
these guys are going to die because Rambo's here, and that's what Rambo does is kills people. Yeah. But it takes 45 minutes for that movie to get going. Yes. And for a series that, like, the first one started right away, the second one, eh, kind of dicked around for a while. The first one, it's like 12 minutes in, and the action starts. Yeah. But this one takes a good 45 minutes of talking before stuff starts happening. And then none of it's really interesting. No. There's two legit, like, great kills in that. The the, yeah. the the one dude he kills with a hand grenade and hangs yeah. him at the same time and yeah. then you know killing a helicopter with a tank is pretty mm-hmm. good, uh, but yeah that's just a big budget bloated you know it's just like and God they even start doing one liners at one point to each other yeah. it's like a but it's like a lethal weapon movie mm-hmm. it's like we were saying it's like lethal weapon three yeah it's, it's, it's like you've got this escalating like these are great and then it's like oh what do we do here I don't know let's just do more of that I guess yeah so yeah and then Rambo four. <laughs> shit <laughs> wow wasn't prepared for rambo 4 <laughs> i don't know how I've, i know I've i know said. that's what i, I even was hearing for it everything i because i had a, a like a hype man at work too who kept telling me oh you got to see rambo 4 you were not going to believe the violence i'm like yeah yeah violence whatever no <laughs> that movie's violent mm-hmm. that movie is just that movie's lack of subtlety is its best quality yeah because the bad guy, like the missionaries that go in, and like the one of them, I turned on him immediately, and I didn't, and I didn't know why until I realized that he was Ryan Chappelle from Twenty Four. Yep. And I was like, oh, that fucking guy. That's why I don't like that guy. Mm-hmm. But they're so virtuous to a fault. They're just like, no, we're gonna go in, we're gonna help these people, and it's gonna happen. And like they've already shown you, like these Burmese soldiers will murder babies. They will do anything. Like yeah. like they are just evil personified. No regret, no remorse, no nothing. Like mm-hmm. they are just, they are just pure evil yep. with guns. Yes. And the only thing that can stop them is Rambo, who doesn't want to. Like he doesn't want that. He's like telling the missionaries, go the fuck home. Mm-hmm. And then like there's even the point where he's forced to kill, like first time he's forced to kill somebody and he's just like, fucking A. Like, like, like he's just it. got this look on his face like, I knew this was going to happen. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he kills everyone, and then the, all the missionaries are like, oh my god, what are you doing? And he's like, they would rape you 50 times. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I told you, this is why we don't want to come here. I live here. And then they're like, no, drop us off so we can help. And then they just like... They're instantly captured. <laughs> yeah, they're... Instantly, that village is just destroyed. Yeah. Like, children are lit on fire. Like... It's the worst possible thing you could see. Yeah, and the mercs <laughs> that show up are just like, Jesus... <laughs> What's fucking wrong with these people? You know, I mean, they, they're horrified by what they see. Yeah, they've seen some shit, and they're and, they're, not and like they're ready to turn around and go back. And Rambo's the one who's just like, no, nope, we're here now. We're writing wrongs we're here, doing this. <laughs> yeah, because there's the one like snotty Australian guy or whatever who's mm-hmm. just like, oh, you big tough guy, boatman. <laughs> and I'm like, God, Rambo's gonna murder this guy so bad. Yeah, but he never does. Oh, they become friends. But then, yeah, and then eat. The scenes where they where they rescue everyone before they get to the big ending mm-hmm. are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's some gross stuff, but my god, that last fifteen minutes is just—it's hard to explain. Like, once Rambo creeps up behind that minigun and cuts that guy's head off with a fucking machete, and then destroys that guy in the front seat, point blank range with a with a fucking turret. Yeah. And then just proceeds to right all the wrongs of the universe. Yes, by with, turning people into meat. <laughs> like, it's it's like I'm watching it and I'm like, fuck yes, thank you. Like, like, that's why the lack of subtlety in that movie with the bad guys works is because 
these evil things are just getting obliterated by him. Yeah. Just wiped off the face of the earth. And you're like, yes, thank you. Yes, they all deserve exactly what they're getting. Yeah. But it's kind of like, it's so realistic in how it's happening. That's like. You can't root for it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm horrible for thinking this is awesome. Yeah. Like, there's something wrong with me. And it's, I, I don't know what that movie's trying to say. And it's weird. I don't know if, like, Stallone, for all his faults, I think is a smart enough guy. Mm-hmm. To know, like, the effect that sort of violence has, which is why that movie is as violent as it is, I think. Yeah. But it's still, it's like a very uneasy feeling because you're not sure if you're supposed to be like, fuck, yes! Because everything, like, it, it's gross. I mean, it is grotesque. It is gross, but it's so cathartic. Yeah. I mean, the people who need and to die, die. Yeah. But it's like, this is not the kind of cartoony, I can get behind this fist pumping fantastic you know i i'm not gonna go high five people out of the theater i'm gonna be like i need a minute <laughs> i need yeah. to sit down i need a minute yeah and that's the thing like I, I think i said to you i'm like if they had given these guys any redeeming characteristics mm-hmm. i probably would have thrown up after watching that scene <laughs> because i would have been so disgusted with right. myself yeah you know but that's why you have to play them as these are pure evil that needs to be wiped off the face of the earth yeah yeah, so I mean, it but works, yeah, but it that works in a totally different way than yeah, the rest of them do. But that movie is also great, I think. Yeah. It's just such a completely different thing. Yeah. Like, that's what's interesting, is they are all so different from one another. Yep. But I'm I'm glad I watched them. I was, like, legitimately shocked at how much I enjoyed all of the all four of those movies. Well, yeah. well, three of those movies. They are really a cornerstone of a lot of what we watch. They are, like, the benchmark yeah. of the one-man army you know, revenge movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, they all hold up. Yeah. Like, like you'd think everything that came since would dilute them, nope. but no, not at all. It dilutes like, everything else that came. Yeah. Since. They are still yeah. fantastic movies. Yeah. And I'm glad I watched all of them. All right. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a little dicey there in the last one, but <laughs> for the most part, it's a good time. And that's a great Blu-ray set having all four of those things. Um, yeah. Did they ever put out a set with all four? Yeah. Oh, okay. yep. I thought they couldn't put the fourth one with the no, other three. No, they somehow got the rights. Okay. Because I own it. All right. And it was great. Because I, I had the three and then the one by itself, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And they apparently there's a director's cut of Rambo 4. Oh, God. Can't imagine. It's actually less violent, apparently, wow. and has more, like, character development stuff, but. Huh. <laughs> Maybe in a 10-year period, I'll go back and revisit it. Yeah. But, yeah. So. So, shall we do some contact information? Email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Go to bmfcast.com. There are buttons which will connect you to all of our social media there. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, iTunes, uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, use our Amazon search box to search for things that you want to buy. And then buy them, and it will give us money and not charge you money to do so. Um, and that is a wonderful thing for us because it helps us keep the lights on. Well, and they all... will still have to pay for whatever they buy. Yeah. yeah. It won't cost you they any extra money to do it through yes, us. Yes, yes, right. yes, you yes. still got to buy your shit. Right. Right. <laughs> right. We're not giving it. It's not some free pass on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Order everything. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? I know. If we had the way. Um, do, you do have to pay That'd for shipping. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so there are all those social buttons on the right-hand side um, where you can connect with us in many, many ways. Uh, there's one more way that you can connect with us, and that is through the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF, 9105569263. Uh, give us a call on the Garfield phone. Uh, it is a message service garfield will listen to your thoughts and needs <laughs> and deliver them directly to us via um the power of mp3s and the internet mm. 
Garfield will listen to your thoughts and needs. <laughs> Sounds like right. a 1-900 number service. <laughs> it is. Call almost. Garfield now. Just not on He Mondays. wants to know about your thoughts and needs. Please respond to Garfield. <laughs> you have 47 messages. <laughs> All right, so let's get out of here, shall we? I think we shall. Yeah. Uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. <laughs>